Yeah, it's a special edition of the Dogcast. It's the free girly episode. Man, I hate that we even have to do this show. Bulldogs, it's the Dogcast, a special edition, the free Todd Gurley episode, free Gurley episode. I tell you, we are still, uh, we are just freaking rocked here in the bunker. I tell you, when this news broke last night, we knew we had to come out with a uh, with a special bulletin, a special edition, whatever you want to call it. Old Dog and I have been working on the news all day, and unfortunately, it, apparently the Georgia way is to have a confidential investigation that uh, is basically a festival of leaks, none of which are substantiated, none of which can be proven, nobody knows any damn thing. Um, well, there are two people that know something. Yeah. Todd Gurley and this guy, Allen. Yeah, this guy, Brian Allen, right? So, and if you're still... to believe, And if you're to believe... What this guy Allen says, apparently 29 other memorabilia dealers. Yes. So apparently None of today, which apparently have come forward. The deal is apparently um, Gurley signed some stuff and received some money for it. Apparently there's more evidence in this case than there was in the Manziel case. Um, and apparently based – on, Based on what someone may have said to somebody else – that then told someone at the newspaper. Right, exactly. Who told somebody who walks a dog. Yeah. With, there ain't, I so mean, we let's just, get real. There are only two people in this world that know the truth. Todd right. Gurley and this guy, Brian Allen. So we what we figure, old dog, they sat down with Gurley, looked him in the eye, and they, they asked him the question, and he said one of two things, Right. Well, I, it, you know, Derek, you would think they do that, but I don't know because, you know, we've got a coach that's like the three monkeys, hear, speak, and see no evil. Right. You know, I I mean, I would have – I hope they did this, but I, the way we're handling it doesn't do it. I mean, basically, you know, we've dropped our pants, we've been over and told the NCAA to come in, and the only question now is are they going to use KY or not? Yeah, this is the time. I mean, apart from this all the is other the time times, that I want our athletic administration to have a set of balls, right, and, and to defend and our team you, and defend our players with a, you know, with with a jealous. I mean, we need a jealous advocate. Is what we need. We need somebody you, who's going to say, bring, "Screw they need you." To bring Gene Chisnick in as a special. As <laughs> with his damn leather as an, jacket, as an, as an advisor. Because yeah. I'm telling you, 
those boys at Auburn know how to handle this kind of stuff. Yeah, Chiswick puts on a leather jacket and some brass knuckles and says, bring it. If you can catch him, go ahead and catch him. Right. If not, and, we're going to play him. Right. And, you know, oh, gosh, you're, we're going to forfeit some games we played this year three years from now? Yeah. <laughs> hell, yeah. In, in 2019, in 2019 yeah. we're going to take some wins away from you in right. 2014. Let me Auburn ask, says, anybody, screw is, you, dude. Is anybody coming in taking this national championship trophy? No. Is anybody going to believe we didn't win those ball games? No. Exactly. Anyway, that's you know, like, I mean, that's, it's just terrible. Here's what I wish would have happened. Here's what I wish would have happened. But we are, our, our administration is too pussyfied to do this. They needed to sit in a room with Todd Gurley and they need to ask him and Todd Gurley needs to be honest about it. And they need to say, Todd, is this true? Did you take money for signing autographs? And I'm pretty sure he did. I don't think he sat in a car signing stuff for nothing. Right. If he did, he's he's pretty damn stupid, and I don't think he's a stupid person. But then the next question is, how much money did you take? Is it a hundred dollars? Is it four hundred? Is it ten thousand? What is it? He throws out a number. But then the best question of all comes in, can anybody prove it? And if Gurley says, no, nobody can prove it, then they look at Todd and they say, then, son, you never took a dime. You're playing. And you're playing. And that's the way way you win championships. That's exactly right. I hate to say it, but that's exactly right. But but instead – Do it. This thing is going to, you know, who knows what's going to happen. And But what I also am missing here, I know McGarity came out and said his damn legalized, legal, you know, we're doing the best we can and expeditious and blah, blah, blah. And we hired a lawyer and it's the, it's Cam Newton's lawyer. It's Johnny Manziel's lawyer. That's a good move. I'll, I'll give you that. But I wish that Coach Rick and McGarity were doing a much, much better job of framing the narrative than they have been. I need our guys, I need our side on TV telling people how it's going to be rather than us playing defense and being reactionary. We're in some kind of damn Willie Martinez prevent right now, and we need to be on the gas and we're, and we're giving delivering the information, not letting reporters and bloggers fill the vacuum. Well, and the thing is, I mean, this is real simple. I mean, there, there, are two, there are two questions that need to be answered. Actually, one question needs to be answered, and if that is a yes, then there's another one. And it would be real simple, and it could be solved in an hour. Now, what the penalty would be may be a little bit longer, but there's no need for all this innuendo and rumors and this and that and speculation going out and i mean there ain't nothing to investigate you sit down and you say todd did you take money and my guess is todd says yes i did and you say todd how much money did you take and he says i got two thousand dollars then 30 damn minutes later you have a press conference and you say we met with todd todd said yes he did 
He's very remorseful. He took $2,000 and signed this memorabilia. He hates what he did. He regrets what he did to his team. He regrets what he did to his teammates, and he regrets what he did to himself, and he regrets what he did to the University of Georgia. Now, according to Bylaw 1.8, 1.6, he took $2,000. That's a three-game suspension. Bam. That's it. Let's move on. Let's play football. Don't drag it. I mean, I don't know why we're going through all this. Me neither. And That's if, what I'm and, saying. And, then, and if the answer, when you ask him, did you take money, and he says no, then you say, okay, case closed. Exactly. That's suit what up, I don't son. understand. Put on those tweets. <laughs> just don't suit give anybody after and, the ball game. And, and just to be clear, I, I don't want anybody listening to the show to think for a second that I'm not pissed at Gurley. Okay? Page one of the Student Athlete Responsibility Handbook, I mean, hell, it's not literally page one, but figuratively page one is don't take money. Don't sell your Liberty Bowl ring. Don't sell your jersey. They damn well know. Don't give me this shit about he's, oh, God, he needed the money. Oh, hell, he couldn't feed his seven children. That's all bullshit. I know he needs money. Hell, we all need money. He's got damn bills to pay. He's working hard for the man. I get all of that. And I understand they need money. I understand they don't get a living wage. I get all those arguments. But the bottom line is, he knew he wasn't supposed to take money, and he did take the money. Period. End of story. If he took the money... He's got to be suspended. He's got to be penalized. And it's on him. I mean, I'm not trying to side with Jeff Schultz here from the AJC, but he damn well knew if he signed a bunch of shit in some guy's car and that guy hands him cash, he's not being blindsided by the fact that I didn't know this was wrong, right? Come on, man. Well, and and the stupid thing there is, and, and you and I have been, and I've been around the football program a whole lot longer than you have, I mean, the people people you take money from are the boosters in the locker room, and they're still there. They were there in, in 1975, 1976, and they're there now. The big bunny, the big guys that donate a whole lot of money, that fly on the team plane to away games, that are in the locker room. That put in, you know, put a bunch of hundred dollar bills in a pack of cigarettes right. and hand them to a guy and say, "Good job." That's who you take your damn money from. You don't take it from some guy who pulls up in a car, has you sign a bunch of stuff, and the stupidest thing is, and says, "I need to videotape it just so I can prove to somebody that it's really your signature." I mean, that's you. like. That's like these actresses and actors (laughs) taking nude pictures of themselves and then are shocked that they get out into the public. What? I can't believe – he promised he wasn't going to put those photos on the internet. You know, there's a way, and it's been going on since the 50s, that athletes get money, and you get it from the boosters. You get it from people that are loyal to the program, and you get it from people like me and you whose main objective is to the program, to the University of Georgia, and And to the the school and to the players, and not so they can put a bunch of shit 
on eBay and sell it so they can profit themselves. I know. So, and how, how has that message been lost? Like you said, that's been the way it's been done since time immemorial. And, you and go players, with the guys and, on and the and home the, team, not the right. guys in the shady-ass van down by the river. And the juniors and seniors tell the freshmen coming in, this is the way it's done. And I've been in the locker room, and I've seen it. And, anyway. and I, I guarantee you, it still goes on. So, and here's the thing. The worst thing is, honestly, at the end of the day, in the real world, Gurley is not really going to be hurt by this. Do you think this is going to hurt Gurley's draft status? Hell no. Do you think this is going to hurt incoming revenues to the University of Georgia football program? Hell no. Is McGarity going to take a pay cut or, you know, are we going to do a clawback on Mark Rick's salary? No. The only people that get screwed in this deal are the fans. The well, fans not just the, and, and that pay team, the and, money. And Gurley's teammates. And Gurley's and teammates. Really, and, 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 I'm, and I'm telling you this. Just like we say we don't care about the players once they leave, which is pretty much true, they don't care about us when they leave. That's true. I mean, you know, yeah, would it be fun to run out and have 92,000 people yelling and screaming and cheering. But but the main thing is is your group, your team. And that's who he's let down. And that's who he has the responsibility to. Todd Gurley doesn't have any responsibility to me or you. I mean, if I the guy wants to make some money, that's fine. But he does have responsibility to those other 81 guys that are working just as hard as he is. They may not be as gifted athletically as he is. They may not, and, and 99% of them aren't going to go to the next level. But believe me, they're out every day working just as hard as he has for the same goal, which is to win ball games. And he's let them down. And that should be what he should be most sorrowful for and most ashamed of that he has let his teammates down. Not that he let the fans down, not that he let his coaches down, but the fact that he let his teammates down. And and, and that's plain, pure, and simple. And and if he didn't take any money, then we. the, the thing is, the university needs to take the lead on it. We need to dictate what's going to happen, right. not be dictated to. We shouldn't have this swirl of rumors and everything. I mean, this thing could have been settled in an hour. This Chinese water torture did of, oh, we got to – like, we, the NCAA only has the power that we give to them, that we will to them. Right. And, and I mean, it's, you know I, – I mean, you have kids. I have kids. Your kids do something wrong. You bring them in, you say, did you do it? They say, yeah, I did it, and you dole out a punishment. And that shit takes what, 30 minutes? Right. That's exactly right. You know, right. This, this thing could have been Thursday night when this broke. This could have been over and done with this morning as far as the facts in this thing. What What is there to investigate? Well, I t- I mean, the only I, I thing there is to investigate is if Gurley says, I haven't taken any money, and someone out there saying, I've got a picture of him taking money. Right. So so now – But I can't imagine 
but again, I can't imagine him not taking money, and I can't imagine him being stupid enough to say if he did take money at this point in time to say he didn't. Right. So let's move forward then. What does that mean for the game this weekend? Think about Nick Chubb for a second. Think about Nick Chubb, who is a true freshman. He comes into this season expecting playing time and getting it and being moderately successful, along with fellow true freshman Sony Michelle. He's looking up to guys like Keith Marshall, and of course, everybody is looking up to TG3. And TG3 is always there. Gurley is the man. He's running the show. Everybody knows he's running the show. He's the man. And you're feeling pretty good because you've always got TG3 out there, right? And then... I like I like the TG3 thing. Then Marshall goes down. Then Sony Michelle goes down. He knew that last weekend. And then he's thinking, damn, it's just me and Todd now, right? So the pressure goes up a little bit, right? And now, boom, now Todd goes down. Now Chubb goes from being one out of four or one out of five, if you count Brennan Douglas, to now being the man, right? Well, and I think you need, and and I think you need to count Brendan Douglas. And I mean, you know, well, we I would to love to count real. Brendan Douglas if he'd played a single down at running back this year. I mean, you know, well, I mean, <laughs> he's played, he's played enough, and he's a tough runner. He's I love gonna, Brendan Douglas. Don't know, don't. I'm not sliding Brendan Douglas, but I'm just saying Brendan Douglas is clearly behind Chubb, or, or has been, oh. has been so far this year. Oh, I, I agree with you. And but but here's we knew coming into this, this is probably the first good team that we faced. Um Clemson may be okay now. They certainly weren't a very good team when we played them to start the season off. South Carolina's not worth a damn. And I don't think Tennessee and Vanderbilt are going to be lighting up the world either. This is really the first legitimate football team that we've come up against, and they are very stout against the run. With or without Gurley, I think I think running yards were going to be hard to come by. Sure. A lot was going to depend on which offensive line showed up. And, and Mason's and, ability and if to they get the could, ball. And if they could be the good offensive line, for the whole game and not take any series or plays off. But I mean, I don't think, I don't think we were going to have a 200 yard day from Gurley if he was there. Would I much rather have him in this game than not? Absolutely. But it was going to come down to, we were going to have to have be a little more diverse offensively than just running the ball, which I know is a shocker to most people to hear me say that. But it's going to be tough because our quarterback really has not shown me a whole lot this year. Well, and you know, the thing is, and a lot more more is going to go on him. Michael Bennett, Chris Conley, Malcolm Mitchell, and Justin Scott Wesley. Man, we have four receivers that are really, really good. And yet I have zero confidence that we're going to be able to take advantage of that. Well, and I mean, and, and and not just that, but we've got two two good tight ends. 
two damn good tight ends. Jay Rome's going to be full, 100% this weekend. Jeb Blazevich is, and this guy Bla- hell yeah. is doing well. I mean, we've got a lot of offensive weapons. It's going to be real interesting to see how much time uh, on the field Bryce Ramsey has, if any. Um, right. You know, are we going to see the Hudson Mason that maybe we've seen in practice that, you know, has some zip on the ball and his arm doesn't look like a worn-out rubber band. <laughs> no, man. You know, but I mean, we were gonna have to, we were gonna have to be able to move the ball through the air with or without Gurley to to win against Missouri because Missouri has a very good defense. Well, that's about it, dog fans. I mean, I don't know what to say. I'm pissed at Gurley. I'm pissed at Coach Rick. I'm well, pissed at Gurley, McGarrity. Gurley should be Gurley should NCAA. be ashamed. Gurley should be ashamed of himself. Well, you shouldn't be pissed at the NCAA. They're just doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, but what they're, they're um, stupid about what they're the supposed people, to do. The people, the people you, the people you need to be upset with, are really twofold. Gurley should be ashamed of himself, and Gurley, if he hasn't, and I hope he has needs to apologize to every one of his teammates for doing what he did because what he did was very, very, very selfish. And I don't think from everything I've read and know about him that that's not his character. And our athletic administration, McGarity and our head coach and whoever else is in the decision-making process should be ashamed of themselves for being dictated to and not dictating the situation. Because, like I say, this is cut and dry. Either he did or he didn't. And if he did, the punishment's laid out fairly well from what I read in these bylaws. Right. They've got, they've got the amount of money and the percentage that you sit out for the, for that time. You know, I mean, I don't know why they're stringing why this thing is getting strung out. I don't either, man. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. And and we need we need to say, yeah, he did it. He's admitted to seven hundred bucks. We're gonna suspend him for two games and then he's playing. And if you don't like it to hell with you. Right. That's the way it's gonna be. Well, dog fans, we will find out tomorrow, starting at noon, eleven central. How the dogs fare in this? I mean, you know, I mean, when you get right down to it, hell, it's. I mean, we we were minus Gurley for a good piece of last year. Hell, we've we've done it before. We can do it again. You know, I hate it for Gurley. I hate it for the team. I hate it for the fans. But we got to play ball in less than twelve hours. So, or now one about thing. One hours. thing I do want to say, and I'm not making any promises, but I have checked. I do have one year of eligibility left, uh, you know, from my golfing days, but I didn't, I didn't use up all five of them. Yes. And I have also talked to my good friend Herschel Walker, who has told me he would not be upset if I wore his jersey and toted the rock <laughs> tomorrow in Columbia. I hear you, buddy. Let's do that, dog fans. Me and Old Dog are leaving out. We're headed to Columbia. We're going to do what we got to do to take care and get the win. Dog fans. We're on a mission from God. Hey. All right, guys. I've got a little piece here. 
from our Dogcast intern. He was pretty distraught with the news last night and had a bit. He did some homework today, so we're going to throw it to the intern and see what he's got to say. What's up, guys? Brazelton Dog here. Um, I wish we were definitely bringing some better news, but uh, I think what's important to start with is is to begin with as much as the media has given us on the facts of this thing. Uh, SB Nation and the AJC and ESPN are all bombarding the news waves with this, and I think it's important to kind of hammer on what exactly it is that we know. Now, SB Nation, which is a pretty prominent college football uh, publication for blogging and podcasts and, and everything else, they have an email that they received on September the 30th, and they have published part of that. The email with the name and the number redacted of the autograph memorabilia dealer, who clearly is a spited fellow, um, starts off with this. I have a video of Todd Gurley doing a private autograph signing XYZ. He's been paid thousands of dollars for his stuff over the last 18 months. I personally paid him for this signing on the video. I have bought and sold game-used equipment from him. I want no compensation. Just want someone to leak this story that's deserving. If you have any interest, give me a call or email. I attached a photo of him in my car signing a mini helmet that I just sold last week on my eBay store. All I ask is some privacy until we can touch base. I live in Georgia and would be crucified if my name was released. The video is five minutes long, but doesn't show the money exchange. My cell phone number is, and he actually lists his number. Later on, he is followed up actually with Stephen Godfrey, who works for the publication. So he called the emailer, and when his identity was confirmed, matching the same one provided in the email, the caller then said the following on a call transcript. I know why you're calling. I'm sorry, I can't talk right now. I know why you're calling me, and it's because he just got suspended. Gurley got suspended. This was two days ago, and then following, of course, the suspension announced by UGA. The person who answered the phone did confirm residence in the state of Georgia, and it did link back to the email address for contact. He then said, and I quote, I've got like 25 more people calling me right now about this. I can't talk right now. I can't say anything. He then hung up. To begin with this this whole thing, and I know that 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 you know we we've got to kind of get back to what we know is you know the 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 guy that tipped this is has been identified. Now I, I'll say this because Georgia fans right now are mad at probably three people. There's a faction of fans that are mad at Todd Gurley. There are a faction of fans that are mad at this tipster. There are a faction of fans that are angry with Coach Richt. Um, and I'm sure somewhere there's a faction of fans just mad at Mike Bobo just because. So you've got a faction of fans, and then another faction of fans that's just mad at everybody. So let's kind of, if anything, try to categorize those fans and why they're upset with what they're upset at. The Georgia fans that are upset with this dealer, um, if I'm this dealer, uh, you're getting out of town quick. Because um, around here, we, we've got folks that are, uh, without a doubt, not going to be very happy, and and once this cat's identity gets released, um, it's going to be very very bad for him. As a matter of fact, um, ten minutes before I uh, I I 
posted this, uh, ESPN announced that the tipsters actually already hired a lawyer. Um, he knows what's coming. And he, he decided to take it upon himself to do this and go after a young man and, and then, and decide to make him a, a personal target. Why? For money. Memorabilia and autograph dealers are as crooked as criminals. These guys are crooked. They're shady. They are the ones that go bombard these dog days when the guys come out and sign and the guys come out and spend time with the fans. They're the ones who go get kid runners to get all their memorabilia signed. And what do they do? They take it all back and then they go sell it. Okay? Dogcast interns got stuff from Brandon Sutherland, from Vince Dooley, from Herschel Walker, from David Green, from Eric Zire. Okay? Bryce, Bryce Hunter. I've got stuff and it's up on the wall because that's, because it's important to me. Those guys want to take it and sell it. They want to, they want to get it out there and make money. So this guy's whole prerogative here, his whole aim at Todd Gurley is making money. That's this whole thing. He has absolutely no, there's no investment in Georgia. There's no investment in our football program. And regardless of the suspension, the faction of fans that are angry at this dealer, they are going to pursue with relentless, relentless blood on their tongues. So that's one faction of fans. The other faction of fans who's upset with Todd Gurley is upset with Todd Gurley because of the NCAA. The NCAA has been a mixed bag of tricks that is defined as a paradox wrapped in a cocoon of a riddle. The NCAA is a body that makes no sense, creates rules as it goes, and has no track record of consistency whatsoever. Let's do a little track record just from the previous four years. In 2010, A.J. Green was caught selling a jersey from the Independence Bowl the year prior. He was suspended for four games by the university, was then slapped by the NCAA, confirming the suspension. He was ordered to pay $1,000 of the sale of the jersey back to a charity, and then basically that kind of hurt A.J. Green's senior year not so much. The guy was still drafted in the first round and is currently one of the best receivers in the NFL. The following year, a fellow by the name of Cam Newton, a week before the SEC championship, was confirmed after an NCAA investigation found they ruled him immediately ineligible days before the SEC championship, and they found him violating however many bylaws, of his father shopping him at a price of around $180,000 to Mississippi State. Mississippi State confirmed it. His dad confirmed it. And you're not going to sit here and tell me that Cam Newton did not know about this. Cam Newton used his dad to get him out of that junior college. And whatever happened to get him to Auburn, whatever mystery booster and mystery bank that that dad wound up getting paid off at, we'll never know. Because he was reinstated the next day, played in the SEC championship, and it didn't even matter. So they slapped A.J. Green with a four-game suspension, and then they have caught red-handed an admission by Cam Newton and his quasi-agent, his father, and they reinstate him the next day. A year after that, there's this quarterback at Florida State who gets investigated for raping a girl on campus. 
Okay, That then winds up turning into a plethora of events with this fella, who within that time of the investigation by the Tallahassee Police Department, which later wound up escalating to a Florida State University inquiry, went from raping a girl to stealing crab legs to stealing soda from a Burger King to using profane language across a student union, and this guy is another Heisman Trophy winner. Okay. The same time, you have the curious case of one Johnny Manziel from a year ago who was investigated by the NCAA for selling autographs, among other things, partying in Vegas and posting every single thing he could do um, across social media. Texas A&M suspended, for, suspended him for a half against Rice. The NCAA confirmed it and basically felt like, okay, Johnny's learned his lesson. This is unbelievable that the NCAA is going after Todd Gurley, a kid with absolutely no track record of trouble. Okay, And not only that, the NCAA says that it has further evidence to convict basically this investigation beyond what just Johnny Manziel had in his particular situation. Whether that is legal words for Johnny Manziel has people paying his legal team to go fight the NCAA so they gave up the fight, we don't know, and we won't know. All we do know is that Bruce Feldman of Fox Sports reported that there was a violation that concerned Gurley taking extra benefits for his likeness with memorabilia brokers. Whether or not he screwed somebody that he had been signing stuff for and then that guy was selling stuff, we don't know. The NCAA has no standard for student-athletes and compensation. And they need to come up with something, and they need to stick by it. They don't need to allow for the dialogue to happen anymore. Do I think it's fair? The Dogcast intern does not think it's fair. I think that the players should be awarded some sort of cash stipend a month so that they can, by God, go to the grocery store and get some food or whatever so that they don't have to worry about doing something illegal. The bottom line is is that this is it's the it's ridiculous and as far as the safety of this memorabilia dealer, I mean it's beyond it's you know this guy's this guy's life might be over. Uh you know these uh these particular these these particular guys that get in these lines, they're the ones that wind up holding lines up so these little kids don't wind up getting time to meet these players and so on. So I mean, here, here's my here's my thing for for Derek and Old Dog. You know, guys, I know two years ago, you know, we we had kind of reached our wits' end. I know a year ago we were basically prepping for this moment. There's another faction of Georgia fans that's upset with Mark Richt, and I guess the big question is is why does this keep happening to our program? We have national relevance for sure, but my question for you guys is what is it that is causing this to happen? We already know our players are not very good, but is it that they can't behave themselves? Is it that we need a dictator to come in and take total control of their lives top to bottom? I don't understand this. I don't understand this. And I guess, uh, guys, I would love to hear. I'd love to hear both of you. I probably know what old dog's going to say, but I just want to hear it anyways. Dogcast intern out. Go dogs. That's some good insight and stuff I didn't talk about. And the one other good thing, if any good has come out of this, it is another T-shirt we've got. 
on the front. It says, if you give them time, they'll do the crime. And on the back, it says, steal the bell. <laughs> steal the bell. If you give them time, they'll do the crime. How about if there's no receipt, he must compete? How about that? I like that. <laughs> there if there's no receipt, he must compete. <laughs> Go dogs. Remember, guys, this show is by fans for fans. We're here for you and only for you. Our phone number is 706-363-0210. You can email us at dogcast at gmail.com. You can check us out on the web at dogcast.com, obviously. You can follow us on Twitter uh, at dogcast. And, um, guys, I know I haven't mentioned pool winners in like two weeks since before I went to Vegas, but I will cover all of the pool winners and more on our Missouri postgame show. Uh, Or maybe actually it might be Arkansas pregame, but anyway, because the winners aren't all in by then. But anyway, I haven't forgot about the pool. Thanks for listening. Go dogs.